Hey there, this is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. Well, hey, 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 welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. This is Ian Pruckner. For those of you just joining the podcast, we want to say welcome. And as always, thank you so much for spending your time with us. We know that time is at a premium, and so it just means the world to me that you would invest that time with me getting better, because when we get better, things get better. So again, a great thank you for those of you spending time investing in yourself because that is the best investment. And a huge, huge, huge shout out and special thank you to everybody who's sharing this, for everybody who's uh, tagging us in social media on it. It just really does mean the world to me that you're sharing the content and it's making a difference in the lives of people. And man, I'm excited about today because we're talking about the C word. What is the C word? I think there's a lot of things that could come to mind when we're thinking about the C word, but when it comes to leaders, to entrepreneurs, to business people, okay, to, to, to uh, influencers in any way, the C word that we've got to master more than anything else is the word change. Change. Oh my gosh. Change is uncomfortable. Change can be daunting. It can bring with it a slew of emotions, but change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. Change is coming. How are we going to respond to that? You know, one of the best ways to predict the future is to create it. I love that quote. And here's something, you know, that I always thought about. Listen, when most people are longing for the way things were, I want to be making the way things are. Let me say that again. When most people are longing for the way things were, I want to be making that the way things are. I want to be pioneering. I don't ever want to be living in yesterday's ideas, yesterday's methods, yesterday's blessing. I want something new, fresh and exciting. I always want to be pioneering wherever I am because folks, the future is coming. The future is coming and it will be owned by the people that get there first and get their biggest, right? Okay. And so listen, are you going to, are you just going to go through change or are you going to grow through change? That's up to you. So we're talking about change and the idea of the byproduct, right? T-bar thoughts become beliefs, become actions, become results. Our results, therefore, are ultimately the byproduct of our thinking, our believing, and the actions that created them. And so what we think about, okay, we ultimately bring about. What we think about, we ultimately bring about. And so what we think about change will ultimately determine how we respond, react, and lead through it. Let me say that again. What we think about change will ultimately determine how we respond, react and lead through it because change is coming. Change is coming. It's inevitable. Change is coming, but growth is optional. Okay. And there's a lot of people out there. They, they live for the good old days. They're reminiscing about their high school, you know, a senior year, how things used to be, the way it was back then, how things were made. And we have this sort of uh, ideology that, that, you know, paints the past in this roses and sunshine, the way things used to be. And we look back on that is sort of glorified. And many, many people are afraid of change. They're nervous with change. And for a number of reasons, many people feel they'll be left behind. Many people have something really great going on right now. Really great. Your business is rocking. Your ministry's rocking. And change could take you out, like Blockbuster Video and streaming, right? Blockbuster was the, the biggest you know, video distributor in the world. I saw, uh, I was watching a movie uh, we, uh, for my oldest daughter's birthday. She just turned 12, and my wife, bless her heart, 
she would make like uh, you know birth to three months, three months to six months, six months to nine months videos of all the kids. And every year on their birthday, we watch their first year of life. And we were watching my 12-year-old's uh, you know, first year of life on video as part of our annual celebration. And I noticed a blockbuster video balloon. She was playing with a blockbuster video balloon. I'd never seen it before in the video. At least, I never noticed it before in the video. And I'm like, wow, look at that kid's blockbuster. They're like, what's blockbuster? <laughs> I'm like, we used to take you there when you were kids. That's how you got the balloon and we would rent movies. And they were the biggest distribution powerhouse in the world who failed to anticipate, understand, and accelerate with the change that was coming. And now they're gone. And folks, listen, if we don't grow with change, eventually we will become obsolete. Okay? The principles never change, but the methods and the distribution channels change constantly. Okay, so we've got to be prepared for change and what we think about change will ultimately determine how we respond, react, and lead through it. And so many people have the wrong thinking because thinking is the building block of everything else. Thinking builds your belief systems. Your belief systems create action. Think about Blockbuster. Whoever was running Blockbuster did not believe that there is a substantial and serious threat to their mode of business by the invention and uptake of streaming video that just they did not believe they knew that it existed they knew that it that it was real that was a thought this exists but their belief system says we don't need to concern ourselves with this and so beliefs always create action or in blockbusters case inaction they failed to act to acquire netflix they failed to act to really get in front of the streaming phenomenon and now they're gone right the result is gone disappeared history and so it ultimately starts with our thinking. What we think about, we're going to bring about. And so, man, so many people fear change. And when they, when we fear change, when we're afraid of change, we simply won't take the action, okay? Lots of people, they want the world to remain the same. Things are good right now. They're finally dialed in, right? They've graduated school. They're working in their degree. They don't want things to change. They don't want to have to learn something new, right? They want the world to be fair, right? Man, listen, I got my degree in this. And the world's changing, and that's not fair, right? I, I, I studied hard for this, and the world needs to bend to my skills. You know, it's people who, uh, you know, they get laid off because their jobs are disappearing. And instead of trying to re retool, reskill, innovate, uh, you know, change, they're, you know, they just complain that the world moved. The world isn't staying the same, how bad it is. They want the world to be fair. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the T-bar. Thoughts become beliefs, become actions, and ultimately become response or, or, or results rather, right? And we're going to talk about how that applies to change because what we think about, we bring about, and when we think ultimately will determine how we respond and react and lead through change. Okay, so I'm going to give you some power thoughts, and then we're going to talk about some power beliefs, and then we're going to have some action steps, some power actions that we can take when it comes to change and embracing change. Not just embracing change, but acting on change, seeking it out and innovating, because folks, like Ricky Bobby said, if you're not first, you're last. And there's a whole lot of truth to that in today's world that is changing faster than ever. Right? It's okay. So let's talk about some power thoughts when it comes to change. Okay. Here's thought number one to have something different than I have right now, I must become something different 
than I am right now. To have something different than I have right now, I must become something different than I am right now. See, folks, if we carry the same thinking and the same believing we've always carried, we're going to have the same actions and the same results. And the problem is the playing field is changing. The world is changing. We cannot go into a bright new future with our same old self. We've got to upgrade. And folks, what I love about success is this. Success does not require you to become somebody different. You don't need to change who you are. So many people are afraid of that. You know, what they're afraid of what happens when I make all this money? What happens, you know, if I you know, become famous? What happens if all of a sudden I have all this responsibility? I don't want to lose who I am. Folks, success and leadership does not require you to change who you are. It simply requires you to become the best version of yourself. Let me say that again. Success, leadership, wealth, influence, they do not require you to become somebody you're not. They require you to become the best version of yourself, right? And so when we have the power thought that to have something different, I must become something different, that thought empowers us to begin to look for, well, how how do I need to change? Where do I need to grow? See, if we have the weakness thought that, hey, I'm here, my skills are what my skills are, my degree's in this, that should be enough. Well, when somebody moves the cheese, instead of following it or trying to anticipate where it's going to go, we just complain about the people that moved it, right? How unfair it is. Can you believe that? Give, give it back. We have, we have organizations. We create unions and we make demands and nothing happens. You just get further and further away from relevancy and being in touch with what's actually happening. Power thought number one, to have something different. I must become something different. That opens us to the possibility and the desire to change. Power thought number two. I either hate changing enough to lose or I hate losing enough to change. Let me say that again. I either hate changing enough to lose or I hate losing enough to change. That's a power thought that says, if I don't change, eventually I will lose. No matter how big I'm winning right now, that success will be temporary. You know, if you watch... Um, you know, the mini series, The Men Who Built America, and the, you know, they talk about uh, you know, the, the gentlemen uh, that created the railroads, right? And they were the richest people on, on the planet Earth for a long time. They were super, super wealthy, the Vanderbilt family, right? And they had more money than anybody in the planet. But within 30 or 40 years, the railroads were not the main source of transportation anymore. They were gutted out. There was so much other technology. And if you don't change, no matter how high you sit today, folks, it's just a matter of time. It's a dadgum guarantee that you're going to fail sooner or later, that what you have that's succeeding now will not continue succeeding into the future. And so I either hate changing enough to lose or I hate losing enough to change. And what that says is, man, listen, right? If, if you're not willing to change, you're going to lose. But if you hate to lose, you're going to change. You're going to change when the pain of losing becomes larger than the inconvenience of, of not staying the same, the inconvenience of making that change, right? Power thought number three, and we talked about it earlier in the, in the broadcast, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Change is coming whether you want to or not, whether you want it or not, whether you're prepared for it or not, whether you're going to act on it or not. Change is coming. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. We get to choose that we're going to grow through the change or we'll merely go through the change. We're going to grow through the change or we're going to go through the change. It's our choice of what we're going to do. It's our choice of what we're going to do. And so guys, listen, 
Let's make a decision that we're going to grow through the change. See, when we have power thoughts, when our thinking is right, our belief systems will be right. When our thinking and our belief systems are right, we will act with power, we'll act with poise, and we'll take the right actions correctly and frequently. And that will create a result in our life that we actually want, okay? So those are some power thoughts. Let's talk about some power belief systems, okay? Some power belief systems. Remember, belief systems are, are simply a bunch of thoughts put together that work together to assign meaning. So here's power belief number one when it comes to change and being a master of change, being in front of change, adapting, growing, innovating. Power belief number one, change makes me stronger and more adaptable. Change make, now we're going into assigning some meaning behind change. Change makes me stronger and more adaptable. The more ability I have to change, the stronger I become when compared to people who are slow to change or resistant to change. Because I, when I change, I don't lose who I was before. I simply add to who I'm becoming. So now I have who I was before and who I'm becoming, and my competition only has who they were before. And so I become stronger, more powerful, and more adaptable. Change for change's sake allows us to become more versatile and, and more quick to adapt. And, and folks, listen, the future belongs to those who will get there the fastest. The future belongs to those who will get there the fastest. And the people that are going to get there the fastest, the organizations that are going to get there the fastest, the leaders that are going to get there the fastest are the ones that are looking for change and embrace it. They're not afraid of change. They don't have negative feelings subconsciously towards change. They believe that change makes them stronger and more adaptable. And they believe that because they understand that the future belongs to the people who get there first. The future belongs to the people who get there first. Power belief number two. Power belief number two. What got me to this level is not going to get me to the next level. What got me to this level is not the same as what's going to get me to the next level. Folks, listen, your current level of thinking your current level of belief has created your current activity patterns and that those are 100% responsible for your current series of results. Your results are the byproduct of your current thinking, beliefs, and actions, right? And so the, the, the thinking, beliefs, and actions that got you where you are right now by definition, by default, will not get you further than you are right now. You've got to change the way you think and ultimately change your belief systems and actions if you want your results to change. If you want your results to grow, your thinking, your belief systems, and your action has to grow. What got me to this level is not the same thing that's going to get me to the next level. And when we really believe that as leaders, we become impassioned about seeking out change, understanding that change is the mechanism by which we will attain and achieve the next level. Change is the only mechanism by which we will move from where we are now to where we're supposed to be, right? And so what got me to this level is not the same thing that's going to get me to the next level, power belief number two. Power belief number three, when I embrace change, my life and future become easier, better, and more rewarding. When I embrace change, my life and future become easier, better, and more rewarding. Now, you may not believe this yet, okay? That may not be, you may not think, well, I don't, 
I don't see how change is going to make me better. I don't want to change. I don't want to stay the same, right? Okay. Those are, those are limiting beliefs. Those are erroneous beliefs that are going to create action. Remember the byproduct of a belief is always action. And the byproduct of action is always the result. And so if we want to change our result, if we want to grow, if we want to do more, have more, be more, become more, influence more, love more, be more satisfied, be happier, okay, have better quality relationships, better financial standing, we've got to change. And so when I embrace change, not when I tolerate change, not when I change when I need to, when I embrace change, when I seek change out, when I hunt change down, my life and future become easier, better, and more rewarding, okay? Because in life, there's a current. There's a current of life. The world is changing around you whether you decide to change or not, yes or yes. And so the current of change moves everybody in, in some sort of unified direction. The current of culture, the current of change, the current of technology. And actually, when you decide you're going to remain the same, when you re refuse change, okay, when you hide from change, what happens is the current is moving against you. Instead of moving with the current of change, you begin to stand against the current of change. And so everything in your life becomes harder because the pressure of the current of change is hitting against you as you try to stand and remain the same. If you move with the current of change, in fact, if you get in front of the current, if, if you've ever been bodyboarding or surfboarding, right, okay, on the waves, you need to jump out slightly in front of the wave crashing. If you can jump out slightly in front of the wave crashing, the energy and the momentum of that movement will carry you all the way into shore. All the way into shore, it's a thrill, it's awesome, right? And people spend their entire lives doing this for fun, right? And even some as careers. And what are they doing? They're getting in front of the movement, they're getting in front of the wave and riding the wave in. And folks, listen, the people who are gonna own the next great idea, the next great business, the next mega church, the next movement, the people that are gonna own that are the people that are anticipating where it's gonna go and get on the front end of it. When I embrace change, my life and future become easier, better, and more rewarding. Ultimately, our belief systems will begin to create action in alignment with those beliefs. So here's some power actions that we can start taking now. And so I'm going to give you some homework. This is your homework. And guys, listen, just listening to this podcast saying, wow, that was some great information. How incredible. And then not doing anything with it doesn't actually help you to grow. <laughs> You've got to do the things that we talk about, right? So every, every single episode, guys, we're going to have power action. What can I do, Ian, from what you just told me? This is fantastic. How do I apply this to my life? Okay. I'm so glad you asked. Power action number one is make one change to a morning habit that you have now. One change to morning habit. Remember, we're gonna seek out and we're gonna embrace change. We're even going to act on that change. What is one area that you could change in your morning routine? Maybe it's getting up five minutes earlier or 10 minutes earlier. Maybe it's getting up and having a, a spiritual routine. Maybe it's you know prayer time or you know, uh, you know, just some quiet time of meditating and just clearing your mind, whatever that might be, maybe you want to add that in, okay? Maybe it's eating breakfast because you never have time to eat breakfast. Maybe it's going out and going for a walk. What is one change to a morning routine that you can make right now, either in addition to it 
or a removal of it. Some of you like, I'm going to remove the habit of hitting my alarm clock 18 times, right? It goes off. I get up, I get up at seven, but I don't got get out of bed till 835, right? Okay. So maybe it's a removal. Maybe it's not just what you're going to add. Maybe you're going to remove, but we're going to change. We're going to make one change to one morning habit, one piece of our morning routine right now. We're going to write it down. We're going to decide what to do. We're going to take action on it now. We're not going to wait. We're going to do it now. Power change number two, power action is make a change, one change to an evening habit now, to an evening habit now. What's one thing that you can change that's going to benefit your life when it comes to your evening routine? Maybe it's not looking at your cell phone and all the blue light on that for 20 minutes before you go to bed and then you can't hardly sleep. Maybe it's, uh, you know, not reading Facebook and getting all riled up about who said what on there. Maybe it's uh, you know, reading for a few minutes before you go to sleep every night. Maybe it's writing in a gratitude journal. I don't know what it might be, but you know what it is. What's one habit that you feel like would enrich your life if it was happening on a consistent basis that you don't have in there right now when it comes to your evening routine? And let's make that change right now, okay? So that's power action number two. Power action number three is we need to take five minutes. You need to take five minutes and write down three areas of the world that you see changing and how you can position yourself to profit and benefit from those changes. Let me say that again. We're going to take five minutes and we're going to write down three areas of the world that you see changing and how you can position yourself to profit from them. Let me give you an example. I'm not a commercial real estate guy. I have a little bit of commercial real estate. Okay, but I'm not an expert in this. But what I am an expert in is looking for change and opportunity, right? And, you know, if you look at what's happened with all the shutdowns and all these companies forcing people to work from home, right? Uh, you know, this, this trend that I'm going to tell you here, it started two, three years ago, okay, with, with everybody moving online to buy online, right? Okay, big box retailers shutting down because everybody's going online to Amazon, right? Last Christmas, two years ago, we were going to go out and go shopping like our tradition. It was snowing. And we said, well, let's just stay at home and, and see if we can find it online. And we literally, in Christmas of you know, 2018, we did 100% of our Christmas shopping online. And it was then that it hit me. I'm like, man, I, you know, I, I prefer to go out to stores. I like the experience. It was a family tradition. You know, we'd get up really early the day after Thanksgiving, go out. It was like a big deal to us. And we didn't do it and we got everything just fine. And it was easy and it was convenient and we spent less money. And it was like, wow, this is going to change things. This is going to change things. And so you see all these big box retailers going out, out of business, all these huge commercial buildings sitting empty in malls and other areas, right? Well, then you have this COVID shutdown, okay? Whatever your thoughts are on that, that's fine. This is not a political podcast, okay? But here's the truth. The truth is, Every business in the world figured out with the technology today, right, that they can have most of their workforce working from home, right, and still be just about as productive as they were before, right? Okay, still be just about as productive as they were before, maybe even in some cases more productive. But, but not only were they as productive, but if, if you can get as much effort out of your employees or your staff people or your team, okay, by them not being at a building, why would you pay to have a building to put them in? 
If they could do the work without you having to have a mortgage for a place to put them, why not? Why would you pay to heat them? Why would you pay to give them hand sanitizer and toilet paper? Why would you pay to put parking lot lights out in front of it? Why would you do any, if you were a great business and you could get the same result with your human capital, but not have any of those expenses, why wouldn't you do it? And folks, I promise you, that's coming. That's coming. There's going to be a wave in commercial real estate away from traditional office space, traditional retail space, because the world is changing. Okay, that's just one example of something that's coming in the world. Well, how do you prepare for something like that? How could you position yourself? What what are people going to need when they're no longer in that world, right? So we're going to take five minutes and we're going to write down, just, just brainstorm. The guys, listen, there's no right or wrong answer. This is an exercise in creativity and, and visionary leadership. Take five minutes, write down three areas of the world that you see changing, that you think something's coming here. I don't know necessarily what it is, but it's going to change. And how you can position yourself to profit from those. How do you, okay, great, it's changing, fantastic. What am I gonna do about it? Where's the ball gonna be? Let's get there. Guys, listen, T-bar, thoughts become beliefs, become actions, become results, how we think, changes how we believe, changes how we act, changes our results. And what we think about, we eventually bring about. We talked about power thoughts, power beliefs, and power actions when it comes to change because change is inevitable. Growth is a choice. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner, or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.